Welcome to Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, where I talk about my personal and my group coaching clients' experiences of healing our hearts, authentically falling in love with ourselves, and yes, finding someone better. I'm Claire the Heartbreak Coach. Let's take your love life and entire life to the next level. Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode 154. It's just February 14th. People, I should have added people to the end of that title episode, but I'm not going to. I think you guys can sense the direction as to where this episode is going to go today. As many of you know, my episodes always release on a Monday. So this episode is releasing on Monday, February 14th, aka Valentine's Day. And I have seen and I can honestly say I actually, for all the drama that I have created in my life over lots of very small things, I can honestly say I actually never really had drama about Valentine's Day, whether I was single or completely heartbroken. And I was thinking about it, and I think maybe it's because my birthday is two days prior, February 12th. So by the time this episode comes out, I will have turned 41 people, and I am embracing it. I am loving it. I have heard so many people say that life just gets better in your 40s. I've heard sex gets better in your 40s. So sign me up because that sounds amazing. Um, I also didn't really get to celebrate my birthday, my 40th birthday in a huge way. It was, I don't want to say just Larry and I, the love of my life. We had a lovely time. We went on a beautiful horseback ride up in Santa Inez. I had a great time with him, but for sure, I really am someone who loves to celebrate others. And yes, I love to celebrate myself. So this weekend, I'm going to connect with some dear friends in LA and make up for my 40th. It's going to be a 40th slash 41st. I'm very excited about it. So I think that that's why I don't really recall over the many times I've been heartbroken or the many times, the many Valentine's days that I have spent single. I can actually say, because I, I, I'm just thinking and talking out loud. So my greatest heartbreak unfolded at 30 years old, which is 11 years ago. And it really took me a couple of years to recover. And I didn't find love until true love until 38. I had little mini relationships with many an unavailable man throughout my thirties or found myself alone. So I never brought anyone home for the holidays since my rock bottom relationship, my rock bottom ex. And I don't recall celebrating a birthday with a boyfriend. So I think if anything, my drama or my enhanced pain over a heartbreak or pain over being single and lonely over yet another birthday was really more to do with my birthday versus Valentine's Day. But I know Drama comes up on Valentine's Day for both single and heartbroken people. And when I say drama, please take the word drama with a grain of salt. I am an actress through and through. I was an actress for the first 36 years of my life and then ultimately fell more in love with coaching four or five years ago now. So I 
really identify and can relate to the word drama. This is not me criticizing you or making fun of you that you're being too dramatic. This is not me belittling your feelings. This is just a word that resonates with me and really resonates with my clients. When I use the word drama, it's like just the creation of amplified negative emotions that can be taken care of, right? I think that there is time and space for raw emotions. Let's say you are heartbroken because someone just broke up with you last week and they introduced you to my podcast and here you are on February 14th and you are just gutted and in it. Maybe you had already bought your Valentine. You're you're now ex some Valentine's little treats or gifts or wrote him a beautiful card or her a beautiful card and you know, you're just in it and and then it feels like, oh, the chocolates, the roses, the flowers, all the tchotchkes that the grocery stores and the drug stores are selling and the cards and people posting on social media. Oh, happy Valentine's Day to my Valentine. All of it. I get it. That is not you creating drama. That is you just in it. And it's not fun to be in your heartbreak and feeling like everyone around you is talking about their amazing romantic love. That sucks. And I feel you. And yay you for just showing up to listen to this episode. The kind of drama that I am referring to as I navigate you guys through this episode is if you're just like, oh, I'm single again. Or, you know, if you're pining for someone who you thought you were over and then Valentine's Day brings up all this longing for him, like, let's try to clean that up so that you can just enjoy your Monday, February 14th of 2022 and not make it as big of a deal. Because here's the deal. We just got through the holidays not too long ago. I know it's crazy how 2022 is flying. And I was thinking about how the holidays for sure amplifies a lot of pain, heartbreak, and loneliness. If you have lost someone because they've passed away or you are heartbroken and you had been planning to spend the holidays with someone who is no longer your partner or you're just really ready to celebrate the holidays, bring someone home. You're not necessarily heartbroken over someone, but you're heartbroken over continuing to be single. So before I get into all of that, I want to just share that, of course, I Googled the origin of St. Valentine's Day because I cannot remember what the actual cause of the holiday was, what was the story that inspired the holiday I'm sure I learned about it in school at some point, but totally forgot. And when I went on the Google, I found a million different competing stories. So who fucking knows what the true origin of Valentine's Day is? But I did find this one little story that I thought was interesting. So I'm just going to share one version because why not? Maybe it's true. Maybe it isn't. But I kind of it, it kind of warmed me up because Look, I'm a dork through and through. For those of you who don't know, I love celebrating the shit out of everything. When Larry and I had our six month anniversary, I was like six months, which actually felt like a huge fucking milestone for me because I hadn't been in a serious relationship for nine years and I hadn't been in a lo- in love for nine years. So like six months was such a big deal to me. Fuck. Three months was a really big deal to me. Three months to be with someone who's healthy and consistent and amazing and available and showing up and we were long distance. So I love celebrations. I personally love Valentine's Day. Always did. Whether I was single, probably not when I was heartbroken. I just don't really recall being 
like devastated because it's Valentine's Day. Again, more because it was my birthday two days prior. Anyway, I I love to, you know, get the roses, buy the chocolates. Larry has the kids on Valentine's Day. I've already gotten them each some Valentine's treats because why not? It's super fun. I love being festive. I just have fun with it. And notice it's like I'm not romantically in love with his children, but it's just fun. It's fun for his kids. And, you know, next month is St. Patrick's Day. Hello, Irish woman here. Obviously, we'll do something fun with them. Larry always does the corned beef and I'm totally going to get decked out in the green, whatever. I don't consider myself to be a practicing Catholic all about Easter and the bunnies and the stuffed animals and the eggs and whatever. Just I, I love that. It's fun. It's festive, but I'm not making a deeper meaning out of them. And and that's what I really want to invite you guys to do today. But why not a little tongue-in-cheek, potentially true, we don't know for sure, little tidbit on one version of the origin of Valentine's Day. Of course, I have to share. Usually, I love to give credit where credit's due, but there were just so many competing stories, and somehow I X'd out this story, so I can't give credit where it's due to how I found it, but uh, found it on the internet. <laughs> So apparently way, 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 way back in the day around year 496, there was this emperor in Italy and he banned soldiers from getting married because he felt it was a distraction for soldiers. And there was a priest by the name of Valentine who thought that's bullshit. And this priest secretly married couples who were soldiers word got out, priest got into trouble and was jailed. He ended up falling in love with the daughter of the jailhouse guy and before he was executed, sent her this beautiful love letter and signed it, your Valentine. I mean, how like Romeo and Juliet-esque is that? Well, not so much though. There's there's some differences, but... <laughs> It's pretty romantic. I'm like, okay, I can get on board with that then. Oh, and he was executed on February 14th, which is how it became a holiday. Again, who knows if this is true or not, but I was like, I can get on board with that. And maybe if you're heartbroken and feeling like the pain is exasperated right now, or you're single and feeling extra lonely right now, it's like maybe you can like soften your loneliness or your heartbreak because... That's just like an interesting tidbit. Okay, I understand now. There's like something behind this. There's a history here. Okay, so let's dive in and focus first on those of you who are experiencing longing or heartbreak and feeling like it's extra hard today because it's Valentine's Day. So the first thing that I invite you to do And, you know, this is just a fun episode because it happens to be Valentine's Day and it's releasing on Valentine's Day. I've been doing this podcast for almost exactly three years now, and I don't know if I've ever done a direct Valentine's Day episode. Last year was definitely about turning 40. I don't know. Anyway, it's just a fun episode. And if you're having triggers around this romantic holiday, let's address it. But you can also take what I'm offering here And treat it like it's, you know, April or middle of June, whatever day, right? Like, I really want you to see that it's just February 14th, a day out of the year. I think as well, I don't really observe this with my clients. And again, not so much so with myself, the way I don't observe 
the heaviness around Valentine's Day the way we do in the holidays, because there's like a six-week prep time for the holidays and anticipation. I think Valentine's Day just sneaks up on us, and then it's like, whoa, in our face, and then it's gone, and no one cares. But why not just take the best care of yourself today? But if you're listening to this episode out of curiosity in the middle of September, use what I'm suggesting anyway. It's just we're making meaning out of, oh, it's romance all around us and it's in our face. But all of it is neutral, my loves. And you get to decide the meaning that you want to make out of it. So the first thing that I would suggest if you're experiencing longing for an ex on this day is to watch the mind. What is your mind thinking Beyond, oh, fuck, it's Valentine's Day and I'm extra hurt, right? Like, let's then take a breath, find your feet on the ground, come into the body, connect with your pain. I'm like always touching my heart center. That's where I feel my pain. That's where my anxiety likes to sit. And just get curious. Okay, I'm noticing my brain is making a lot of meaning out of it being this romantic day in the world. What is the meaning that I am making? What is it? What is it that I am thinking? And so a couple of thoughts that I would imagine that you're thinking is this day last year, I got flowers and a beautiful card. He told me how happy he was. And then ultimately asking yourself, how did we get from there to here in only a year? And maybe you weren't with him last year. I'm just using that as an example. What if you have broken up since the holidays, since December? What if you broke up in November? It's very interesting. I'm actually, I know a lot of people whose relationships are ending and they're unraveling very, very quickly. And I I mean, I could do a whole other episode about that. I'm curious if the pandemic is just bringing everyone's shit to the surface And if you haven't been working mindset tools and you haven't been connecting in your relationship prior to the pandemic, I just, I'm not surprised. I think a lot of people were asking me, oh, is everything unraveling in the pandemic? But I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's an accumulation of a lot of shit that's come up in the last couple of years. Just a side note, but yeah, your, your relationship, you may not have been together last year or you whatever. But I think it's I think the big question that we ask ourselves and again, if your pain is exasperated today, Valentine's Day, the big question is how are we so in love at this certain time and now we're done? And how was it that this I know this was a big one for me. How was it that he was just saying all the most loving and adoring things and then like here we are and those things don't seem to exist anymore. So again, all of this is very normal, but we're just looking at it from a curious coached brain, my coached brain to your brain, my coach brain to your brain. It's like, okay, so that's what you're thinking. And then the next question I would ask beyond, well, watch the mind and what is it thinking? What is the meaning that you're making out of this day last year? He got me flowers and a beautiful card. He told me how happy he was. How did we get from there to here? right? Like, what is the meaning underneath that? Because again, just notice it's a lot of thought spiral and it feels very real. And I validate that for you. I thought all of those thoughts 
How are we so in love and now we're not? How has he moved on with someone else? Like, how is this all happening? But what is the meaning that you are making out of then versus now? And I think a big one is it must not have been real. It mustn't have been real. I I definitely believed that after a lot of relationships, like he must have been lying. And now I can honestly look back even at my rock bottom relationship, you guys. Episode five, if you are not familiar with my heartbreak story, which really is the biggest reason why I do what I do. I mean, he was such a pathological liar and leading multiple lives. I mean, two, two, for sure a double life, but also I know that there were other women just besides myself and his other girlfriend, you know, my belief was he didn't love me. My belief was it was fake. It was he played me, all of these things. And it's like now looking back, I actually really know that he did love me to the best of his ability. But he is, in my opinion, a narcissistic sociopath and he doesn't know how to love or he certainly doesn't know how to love the way that I know how to love and the way that I want to be loved. But I even have evidence to prove. I mean, his family was like, we've never seen him like this with a woman before. He's changed. He was talking about pining for you for a couple of years before you guys got together. So he is so happy we've never seen him like this. I don't think his whole family and his friends, who some were my friends before we even started dating, they weren't bullshitting me. That was real. And he was incapable of having follow through to deliver on the words because he's got issues. So right away, it's like if you're making meaning of it not being real, and I don't know your specific scenario, but guess what, my loves? You get to decide. You get to decide the meaning that you're going to make out of what unfolded. You get to decide the meaning that you want to make out of what was and what is now. You get that. And I I remember, I was just talking about this with my friend. You know, I remember the only meaning I wanted to make out of it was I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. He found something better in someone else. Like I really only identified my worth based on what he thought of me. And I remember saying that out loud to a therapist. And it was very freeing to just be real with what my brain is thinking because that's where it starts, my loves. It starts with the thoughts and you do have the ability to change them. Some of them are so hardwired, you are not going to be able to diffuse them overnight, which is why I do highly recommend you apply to my one-year group program, same title as this podcast. Stop wanting him back and find someone better. Head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and click on the work with me page and apply because these women are showing up for calls that are available three times a week at all various times. I have women all over the world showing up for these calls. It's amazing. And no, you don't have to show up for all three all the time. You'll have access to the recordings, but they're just consistently showing up. Even if they don't raise their hands to get coached, they just watch every single woman up leveling their minds, diffusing their stories, diffusing their thoughts, diffusing their beliefs that make them feel like shit because those shitty thoughts and beliefs and stories are keeping them in the result of being stuck, result of continuing to be heartbroken, and the result of continuing to be alone and not get out there and find their ideal love. It all starts with the mind. So again, if your heart is heavy, if you're experiencing longing, whether it's continued longing or you're just hit with a resurge of longing because of this 
hoopla of a day with pink and red and butterflies and hearts and cake and chocolates and roses all fucking flying in your face, I invite you to look underneath all of that and just investigate your brain and decide the real meaning you want to make out of then versus now. And maybe this isn't a flawless process for you, depending on how raw things are feeling for you overall in this longing, or perhaps it is a deeper heartbreak and it's not just a resurge of heartbreak because of the day. Meet yourself where you're at. But from there, if you are feeling a shift, or even if you aren't feeling a shift, what are some actions that you can do for yourself on this day? Is it getting together for a glass of wine, or maybe if you don't drink, a mocktail with a dear girlfriend doing Valentine's Day? I know this episode releases today, but you could last minute just be like, fuck it. It's Valentine's Day. I'm going to make it what I want to make it. Or later on, you create something fun for yourself or you want to do, you know, some kind of spa treatment. All those kinds of cliche actions of taking care of yourself or go get a mani-pedi or buy yourself chocolates or roses. I'm on board for all of those things as long as there is a clean and clear intention behind it. Don't just do it for some immediate gratification that you think will, quote unquote, make me feel better. Those actions are lovely actions, but when you're really doing the deeper inner work with the mind and looking at what your brain is believing and seeing if you can shift out of it and see if you can change the different meanings that you're making out of it that are causing you suffering, I suggest from there, do something that will make you feel good. And if you feel like tapping into your romantic side, like order yourself beautiful lingerie, go buy beautiful lingerie, whatever you want to do to tap into some romanticism. If you feel inclined, go do that. I would guess most people, if you're heartbroken, you're probably not in that kind of way. But what what will light you up? What will feel good? And how can you reward yourself, not because you're heartbroken on Valentine's Day, but reward yourself because you've listened to this podcast and you're willing to do some deeper inquiry and take the best care of you? A couple of my friends on the same night were like, I'm going to go take a bath and have a glass of wine and light myself a candle. I'm like, well, that sounds lovely. And it was weird because two friends were doing that on the same night. And I have to say, that is a self-care act that I don't do enough. And my achy body needs that. Whatever it is, it can be so simple. It doesn't have to be expensive, but something that nourishes and nurtures you and genuinely makes you feel good. Okay, so now I'm going to segue into how to take care of yourself on Valentine's Day as a single woman who isn't necessarily heartbroken over someone, but who is heartbroken and struggling over the fact that she's yet again so we're still single, and how you can navigate through that. Well, the first thing that I would love to offer is go date, swipe on someone, say, hey, what are you doing tonight for Valentine's Day? (laughs) Notice that I'm jumping straight into action, but the way I kind of feel about if you're in this like bitter down, woe is me place about it being Valentine's Day and you being single, like, It is only up to you to be able to turn it around. And I say there is no better way to turn it around than being proactive in your dating life. 
get on the apps, have a glass. I, I noticed that I'm saying have a glass of wine. That's like my my treat for myself. But I understand not everybody is a drinker. Whatever gets you in the mood. The other day I was about to coach my group and I always, you know, get my hair and my makeup ready. I, I, I do like to be presentable for my clients. And I put perfume on. And I was like, they're not going to smell me, but I fucking love my perfume. If you're interested, it's by a brand called Toka. I've been using this perfume for literally uh, probably 15, 16 years. The scent is Stella and I'm obsessed with it. I almost don't like to tell people because it's a small line, but Sephora does carry it. So does Anthropology. Toka, T-O-C-C-A. No, I don't do advertisements. I don't get any benefit or bonus, but I love my perfume. And I just sprayed it. And I was like, well, that's nice that I'm spraying some perfume on me for them because it makes me feel good. And I smell good. And I love the smell. Why not put on some lovely perfume as you swipe? Burn a beautiful candle. Set the mood. Burn some Palo Santo. I have a dear friend, Courtney, Abiati, she owns the Urban and the Mystic. I talk about her crystal company all the time. She was recently featured in O Magazine's Favorite Things over the holidays. And I am obsessed with crystals and Palo Santo and sage and clearing the energy. You can order some Palo Santo at the Urban and the Mystic and you can get your Palo Santo sticks engraved. So we just celebrated Courtney's 40th and she put thank you for being a friend a la Golden Girls style on the Palo Santo. But you could do something like he's coming. I'm ready for him or something. I mean, I'm just coming up with something cheesy, but like you could be just setting your intentions or you could use your name. I've definitely sent them to my clients like Claire in love just burning and setting the intention of being in love, you know, do things that set the mood and light you up. Pun intended. See what I did there? Light you up. Palo Santo. Palo Santo, by the way, for those of you who don't know, P-A-L-O, new word, Santo, S-A-N-T-O. It's, um, oh my gosh, I'm obviously going to botch where it comes from, but it's this little, these little, sticks of wood that you burn and it is such a beautiful scent and it clears the energy and I love burning them and I get tons of engraved ones from the urban and the mystic we can link them up in the show notes I also did a call with or a podcast episode with Courtney about crystals but I I also uh, treat yourself to rose quartz crystals again I highly recommend the urban and the mystic she has something called the love bowl which was featured in O magazine little heart bowl with little rose quartz crystals I bought this insane Insane rose quartz sphere that I put in the corner, in the love corner, which now we're segueing into feng shui, the love corner of my apartment in Beverly Hills. And not too long after did Larry arrive. I think it's just an amalgamation of intention and setting the mood with the beautiful placement of objects and and taking the best care of your physical body and wearing things that make you feel good and romantic and sexy and beautiful for you, not so that a man will then think you are worthy. But get out there, get in the mood, swipe away. Instead of woe is me, it's like, I'm going to create love so that I'm never alone on Valentine's Day again. And not that being alone on Valentine's Day is a problem, but if you are cheesy like me and you want to do the hoopla because you're just a festive dork like me and want to buy all the things that like 
someone will look at once and never see again and ultimately get thrown away. (laughs) Go do that. Go create it for yourself instead of there must be something wrong with me. I've tried. All the good ones are gone. The dating apps suck. I'm just not excited about anybody. You know, on and on and on about all the negative ways. Go take advantage of it. Go take care of yourself. Go be the woman. And this is what I talk about in my program as well as my course, which P.S., you guys, if you've made it this far, if you purchase my $597 lifetime access course before March 1st, this is my little Valentine's holiday offer, I will be coaching three live group calls the first week in April for those who purchase the course between now and March 1st. Yes, I did just do this offer for people who had purchased the course before December 31st, and I coached them live last week, and magic occurred. I met women, two women in in Paris. I coached three women in the UK. I coached a woman in Australia, and yes, of course, in the United States, but just women all over the world, and it's the same that's happening in my group program. Take advantage. Buy my course. If you're like, woe is me, and I know it's mindset, and I hear this Claire the Heartbreak Coach Girl on her podcast every single week talking about mindset, 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 and I think I'm doing it, but it's still not working, then you're just not doing it the right way. I don't say that to criticize you or be harsh. It's like, just get on board and learn and develop a practice because your thoughts really do create your results. You guys, as I said, I'm turning 41. By the time this episode comes out, I will be 41. 11 years ago, I was at my rock bottom just Oh, in the depths of absolute despair, I was hopeless. I hated life. I hated myself. I just didn't trust anyone. I didn't know what to do with myself. And I never thought that I would recover from the pain, from the betrayal, from the backstabbing, from the lies, from the shame that I fell for so much bullshit, all of it. And now I am truly living a fairy tale. And I get it. It's annoying to hear, especially if you're heartbroken and or alone on Valentine's Day, if you give a shit about this hoopla of a holiday. I get that it's annoying to hear. But just again, go back to the earlier episodes of my darkest times and know that I was you. I was alone. I was alone for nine years in my 30s. And, you know, I was miserable for a lot of them until I discovered coaching and actually implemented the work. It's one thing to sit and listen to this podcast. And I know a lot of you get results from this podcast, and that makes me so thrilled. But there's a next level of applying the thought work and making it a part of your life, making it as regular in your life as exercise, as eating three meals a day, five meals a day, as brushing your teeth or whatever obligations you commit to for work or whatever obligations you commit to with friends. Can you commit to next leveling your mind so that you can create a next level love life? I call this podcast and I call my program and my course all the same title, so it could be confusing. But again, you can head to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and click on the Work With Me page. You can see the info on the course versus the program. And again, if you purchase the course before March 1st, we're, we're recording this on in 2022, you will also experience three live group coaching calls. But it, you know, the title is Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, but it, it's really like find the one. It's just stop wanting them back and find someone better flows better. And of course, as always, my course is for any race, gender, religion, 
doesn't matter. It's in your hands forever. But the live group calls and my group program are specifically for women only. I want this to be a safe space for women, but it doesn't matter your sexual orientation at all. And if you identify as they or you're transgendered, you are also more than welcome. So that's a wrap on this Valentine's Day episode. If you are heartbroken, investigate the brain and then go take the best care of yourself with lovely acts of self-care. You can do those same acts of self-care if you are single and struggling or get on the horse and go find your person, which again requires an aligned mindset. Don't just get on because you're like, well, fine, because Claire, the heartbreak coach said, just get on it. So I'll get on it. If you're doing it with that because she told me to mindset, that's not going to work either. Have fun. Get curious. Set the mood and find him and get giggly and get giddy at the possibility. And who fucking cares if you don't match with him today? Who cares? Just keep staying committed to the results instead of committed to the present moment where he isn't here. And then therefore you're in disbelief and thinking it's not working and you're doing everything, but nothing's working. If you don't own my course or you aren't in my program, I'm telling you, you are not doing everything. And I'll leave it at that. Go find him. Go heal. Go join my program. (laughs) Go buy my course. Go do something about it instead of letting Valentine's Day happen to you. You get to happen to your Valentine's Day. Or just make it again February 14th and know that this too shall pass. But it doesn't have to be this thing that's like, oh, just get me through Valentine's Day so I can just get back to life and be normal and not feel sorry for myself. No, you get to not feel sorry for yourself with your mind. You get to find your dream lover with your mind. And I'd love nothing more than to show you how inside the course and inside my group program. So much love, my loves. Until next time. Bye. My love, are you ready to stop wanting him back and find someone better? then head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and sign up for my one-year group coaching program. I can't wait to put a stop to your broken heart and get a start on your happily ever after.